Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to the final episode of Eureka Week. Today, we're going to talk about Rachel's professionalism problem. Not that she has a problem acting professionally, uh, but more in the sense of how she's able to connect with people as she operates and moves about the organization in what she believes is a professional manner. Now, initially the conversation I had with Rachel was she was really having trouble connecting to others, especially those in leadership and those who might advance her or give her opportunities to advance. Now, make no mistake, Rachel is extremely good at what she does, very intelligent, a team player, uh, very empathetic. Uh, However, Rachel had always believed that there was more of a black and white divide behind personal and professional. So in her interactions with coworkers, if something interesting was going on at home or maybe something really good or even something very difficult, she would very, very rarely share that with people at work, maybe uh, one or two trusted coworkers, but generally would keep most of those things to herself. And I know myself and, and a lot of people um, struggle with that, right? How much is really professional Uh, to share with others and how much is you uh, burdening others or speaking in a way that's really not relevant to work. Now what can happen is if we don't share anything about ourselves we can start to feel isolated and especially when things are difficult if we can't talk about it uh, we can feel a bit trapped and often there's this positive energy we have over things that we really enjoy, like our family, our pets, or even some challenges that we're working through and overcoming. And it's natural to want to share those that we trust and that we spend a lot of time with. And the challenge with not sharing these things is it makes it very difficult for people to connect with you. So part of the discussion with Rachel was in this struggle to connect, starting to understand how this view of being professional and never sharing anything with anyone was actually part of the problem and not allowing anyone to connect because it's almost like there's nothing to connect to. It's it's like you're not a real human being with real things going on and there's nothing, let's say, distinct about you, right? Because it's those little personal things, those little quirky things that happen to you at a given time that are happening specifically to you that are memorable, that make people think about you and start to develop in people's minds a sense of who you are and what you're about. And what can happen is if we round ourselves off too much, right? So that there's nothing sticking out at all, there's nothing anyone can hang on to, then we essentially make ourselves forgettable and very difficult for anyone to grasp onto uh, and connect to us because it's like, and I often use this metaphor, 
more in a personal branding perspective, but I think it applies to this uh, as well. If you have a bag, if you think about like a grocery paper grocery bag that you might get um, at, at the supermarket or the grocery, and the standard issue one is one that it's just a rectangle, right? And you put the groceries in and you kind of hold it from the bottom. And that's fine, but it can be kind of difficult to carry if you have a lot of stuff in it and you have more than one bag because it's hard to carry with one hand. Now imagine that same bag, but with handles on the top of the bag. Now it becomes much more easier to manage with one hand, with, with one hand uh, and you can carry more and it's more secure because you have the handles. So those little things about our lives, those little quirks, those things that we may feel we don't want to burden people with, uh, think of them like handles that people can really remember you by and it's something distinct about you, not as something that you're bothering them by, but actually you're helping them understand you better and you're making yourself more relatable, connectable, and memorable. So what I would be great for you, for you to do this week is ask yourself what rule about professionalism have you inherited that may be hurting your career? Because this was something that Rachel had learned and had been sort of inculcated in her from the previous generation of mentors, bosses, sponsors, what have you, and that was the way they operated. So ask yourself, what rules maybe have you inherited and taken them at face value, and perhaps they're actually not working out that well, and they can actually be, in sort of a counterintuitive way, hurting you, even though the people who shared those rules with you were actually trying to pass on good knowledge to you and help you. And I find it useful often with advice like this to think a little bit more like a scientist, right? How do you test these things? How do you evaluate if they're actually working for you rather than taking them at face value? And part of testing also means being very aware, like a scientist, of how you run those experiments and tests, right? You don't run an experiment just with one group and say, oh, yes, it must work for the rest of the world because this one group worked. You actually try it in different scenarios. You try it with different types of groups at different times, um, in different orders. So you can actually see, does this really hold water as a principle that really works? So um, ask yourself what principles or, or rules may you have inherited. And ask yourself also, are you perhaps... Um, being too much on the side of being private. And if you also feel that people are having trouble connecting with you or you're having trouble connecting with them, think about whether maybe this is something similar to Rachel that may be inadvertently part of the problem for you. Well, thanks so much for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks, and the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible Originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Dough Week, so we're going to talk about more dough. I find it kind of gauche to name the week Money Week, so instead we're going to call it Dough. You can think of it as moolah, ducats. I love the word ducats. Uh, whatever you want to think of, about it, we're going to talk about that sort of income and ideas and thoughts about that with regards to leadership and executive presence. Now, one thing that's interesting that, that I found, and over the years I've been lucky enough to become friends and, and get some mentors who have been in corporate life and then had great leadership, great positions, and at some point, either because they chose to or in some instances it was circumstance and and not that they were forced to, but they, they came to a fork in the road and they decided uh, to do their own business, um, you know, they started taking some of the skills that they had learned working for an employer. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.